you are listening to the Spiritual Warrior Coach with Barbara Sabin, the podcast for discovering how powerful your wisdom, compassion, and courage is. Get ready to join Barbara and her guests as they explore and offer you advice on how to reclaim your power, your energy, and your authentic self. And now, here's the host of the show, Barbara Sabin. Well, thank you for joining me today, and welcome to the Spiritual Warrior Coach Podcast. I am your host, Barbara Savin, and I am here to help you reclaim your power, your energy, and your authentic self. I am a certified clinical and medical hypnotherapist, Reiki master and teacher, energy healing specialist, life coach, and best-selling author of Gentle Energy Touch, The Beginner's Guide to Energy Healing. You know, I have been helping my clients for over 35 years, and I always mention to them how important it is to think positive and to truly believe in yourself. You know, your mind is going to provide you with your greatest challenges in life because that mind is so very, very powerful. So let's use your mind for positive thinking, creating harmony, balance, peace, love, happiness, and anything else that your heart desires, because one day the world will tap you on your shoulder and say, this is your time to shine. And speaking about shining, I'm going to bring on my guest right now. Hi, Alexandra. How are you? Oh my God. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Kiera. Hi, how are you? Good, good. Oh, how how's everything? How you doing? Everything is wonderful. Thank you for asking. Oh, you're welcome. So let me tell my listeners a little bit about you. And I apologize for calling you Alexandra. <laughs> Alexander is my last name. So. I know. <laughs> well, Kiera Alexander is a professional holistic esthetician with nine yeah. years of experience in the skin care industry. She became licensed in 2014 and has been connected to the art of skincare ever since she was a child. Eight years into her career, she has founded the company KA Aesthetics, which is located in West Lake Village in California. And the essence of her company is based on a holistic practice from all angles to heal and beautify the skin. Her goal is to show others that everything we need, even in the terms of beauty, comes from the earth and from divine source. And her intention is to draw people to the power of herbs, nutrition, plants, and alternative practices. And she believes that using these approaches will radiate through the skin. And boy, are you 100% right. (laughs) How are you? (laughs) That was so beautiful. Thank you. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> so, so you've been doing this for quite a few years. Yes. How did, what made you get into all this? Honestly, it started out as just an interest of mine. I remember when I was a kid, my grandmother, you know, I would go grocery shopping with her and I loved fruit as a kid. Like I would just snack on fruit or whatever. And I would always take like an orange peel and I would rub it on my face Mm -hmm. and you know I didn't know what I was doing but I think in my subconscious I knew that I was doing something that there was some sort of connection to the power of fruit and nutrition and what it does to the skin and I just always saw my grandmother like take care of her skin and she had no flaw she was no, no wrinkle, no anything at the age of like in her seventies. And I just always admired her and how she just was like very detailed. And that was just her thing, her, her me time. And I just love that. And I, that's when I fell in love with skin. So then after what, when did you, you know, uh, go to school and decided that this is what you wanted to do? Yes. So I went to school in 2014 in New York city and it was a great experience um and i've been doing it now 9 years and yeah it's been a it's been a crazy ride it's been a lot of ups and downs and challenges and just 
going through different aspects of aesthetics to see what I really loved. And fast forward now, I'm here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and you're only a few minutes from me. <laughs> yes, I know. Mm -hmm. so good. Wow. So, so you, you, you went back east to learn or, or were you from the east coast yes i'm from the east coast so i'm from new york um and then i lived in north carolina with my grandparents when they retired so i'm really grateful that i was able to experience them and they basically raised me and then after high school i graduated high school early and then i stayed in north carolina for like a year and then i was like I really want to do skincare. Like, I know that's what I want to do. Um, at first, I was thinking about dermatology. But when I started, like, really looking into it, I was like, no, this is not what I want to do. Like, this is something different. Mm -hmm. It's more medical, you know, like dermatology is more medical. So I was like, no, that's not what I want to do. But I didn't know what aesthetics was. I never knew the term for what I wanted to do. And I just started doing a lot of research. And um when I moved back to New York, I found like one of the greatest schools in the country. And yeah, that's, I started my journey there. Yeah. New York city is a beautiful place to learn a lot. That's where I learned um, hypnotherapy actually. Back yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. But uh, so you've been doing this <laughs> for uh, many years now. I know, I know you're, you're married, you have a, a daughter. Do you feel your daughter's going to uh, take after you? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I think she likes playing in my things, but I mean, you never know, you know, things can change, but she really loves art. So I think she's going to go on that path. She's that's She has a different creative side. Yes. Yes. So now you basically, what is like your, your average client that comes to see you? You know, what do they come to you for? Um, I think it ranges. I offer like a broad range of services. So I do brows. I help women regrow their brows. So, you know, everything I do is I try to do it as holistic as possible. Um, so we do brows and then I do something on the other end of the spectrum where I'm actually releasing my, my myofascia and helping the muscles to relax. So more holistic in the sense of like it helps to regulate the nervous system um, I do some lymphatic drainage so there's a broad spectrum of things that I do for sure okay so I, I would assume that when people come to you there and they lay on your table they they begin to truly relax yes lots of sleeping a lot of sleeping <laughs> which is very important that's very important you know because I feel like you know, the average person, they don't really understand how tired they are until they lay down. So I think that's really important. You know, I love when they sleep because it lets me know that I'm doing something and they're, they're safe. They feel safe with me. So I feel I the same way when I have clients and I see all of a sudden they're out. Yeah. I had one client the other day that it took me, I swear, at least I would say maybe close to 10 minutes to actually wake her up. She was so out cold that I said to myself, oh my, I know she's not out of body, <laughs> but she was just out cold. And so I, I just, I just left her alone for 10 minutes. I figured, all right, eventually we'll be able to wake her up, which I did, but it, it did take a while. Well, you're amazing. I mean, I've got to experience your service and you. I mean, you are one of one, so yeah, for sure. I can understand why she was sleeping. Oh, I know. Sometimes yeah. I say, gee, can I do this for me? Yeah, like, <laughs> I'll put me on my table. You know, yes, yes. like you don't get to experience your own touch. I know, isn't that? But but it, it's okay. You know, I know I do my my healing in a in a different way. But yes. um, so getting back to you, so let me ask you. Uh, what is because I, I know like my my skin is pretty dehydrated but I know a lot of um a lot of women have oily skin dry skin why do you think that happens is it because the pores are clogged or uh it's just the way their skin is so I think it's a biological aspect first and foremost so when we're born we were born with the skin type so there's 
I think some people get um, skin types and skin conditions confused. So for example, a skin type would be combination, oily, dry, or sensitive skin, right? Those are like the four main pillars of skin type. But then you have a skin condition. So that could be you're dry, you're sensitized. Um, it could be that you're dealing with like dermatitis or so those are more of like skin conditions like a rosacea eczema those are more of like your skin conditions right so with with some like I know for myself I've been using uh organic uh moisturizer any mm -hmm. I probably since I was small um yeah. what do or, or I should ask what is it that people should be doing in order to keep their skin, you know, pretty moist? You know, is there like good moisturizers or, you know, how to cleanse their face? Yeah, I think it's a combination of a few things. Um, so for, like, of course, we all want to keep our skin hydrated because when the skin is dehydrated, it can make your skin look more uneven. Mm -hmm. um, it could lead to like fine lines and wrinkles. So you definitely want to keep your skin hydrated no matter what skin type you have or no matter what age you are. So I think one of, from my personal experience and from my knowledge, I feel like having a toner with you all the time is important um, because it just rebalances the skin. So, you know, we live in an environment that's not very healthy for us as far as like the air pollution and just gas and things the fumes that are in the air so all of those things free radicals is what we call it in the skincare industry they actually start to take away from the skin which leads to premature aging and just other skin conditions um, so I think personally it's important to make sure that you go to an esthetician to know what your skin type is because you could be using an amazing product but it might not be beneficial for what your skin needs mm -hmm. so over time you know it can start to take away from the skin even though it's a great product so I think it's very important that everyone goes to see an esthetician at least once in their life so they have a basis of what they should be doing do you feel that organic products are better than some of the other, you know, products that are out out there? Um, so I do see a lot of products that say organic on it, but so I'm going to compare like um, a brand or a store like Sephora to maybe a professional skincare line and or like a Trader Joe's because I have had clients that are like, oh, I get my sunscreen from Trader Joe's and it's organic. And I'm like, Okay, you know, mm -hmm. so there's actually there there was a law that was passed. I'm not sure the exact details of what it said, but um brands, like skincare brands, they're able to slap on the word organic and it doesn't necessarily mean organic like what you and I might think of organic. So yeah, so that's that's an actual thing. Um so like for example, we think organic is it came straight from the ground has been minimally processed or not processed at all. Um, that doesn't mean organic when it comes to skincare brands. So I would not judge a product, whether it says organic or not. I would look at the ingredients, uh, which is very important. So I always try to make my clients aware of what ingredients to stay away from. And, you know, try to use something that has minimal ingredients ingredients in it if possible so like what well when you just mentioned ingredients what should we not purchase you know what ingredients should we not buy I would say so there's like a lot of just like long worded ingredients so mm -hmm. you know if you if you do see things like that on your skincare bottles just google what it means all right because even I don't know what all of these things mean Mm -hmm. But I like to use things that I can read and I can understand. And um, there are like some surfactants um, and just like things that help 
you know, cleansers to get really soapy. So those kind of things are fine. But if it's like um, a dye or just some like, you know, extra added ingredients in it, I think it's kind of unnecessary. Or also if it's um, artificial fragrance. So anything that has like an artificial fragrance in it, I would completely stay away from. So do you feel like fa fragrance free would be your best bet then? Yeah, fragrance free or for example, like um, in a, some brands that I use, like let's say if there's chamomile in it. So chamomile naturally has a scent to it. So it'll say fragrance, but it'll say fragrance derived from plant or something like that. So you know the difference. So they wouldn't put artificial fragrance on that. They wouldn't be able to do that if it came from one of the ingredients that were like natural. So uh, basically herbal plants probably are the best thing that we should be using for our face. Yes, I, I wholeheartedly believe in that. Now, do you also feel that, you know, the person's skin has what to do with what they eat? A thousand percent. I think that's my biggest um, theory and also just my biggest proof that I've seen, like even with myself and with my clients as well. I always target their diet first mm -hmm. because you could be using great products and it could work like it could get rid of your pimple. But if you're still eating a lot of processed food or the wrong things, you're going to have a pimple next week. So it's like a loop, you know, if you're if you're not eating clean as well. And and of course, drinking a lot of water helps. The yes. yes, drinking water. Mm -hmm. um, I really love drinking fruits because fruits have a different kind of water than a regular water does and it gives more minerals and vitamins to our body um than like just a regular water because i always say you are what you eat you know yeah. so, uh, when yeah. we eat horribly the body's gonna break down and then you can actually see it you know in the person's hair and their skin you know a lot about you know just about them yeah so, you know nutrition is is the key to to, I would feel, you know, health and, and, and of course, beauty, you know, not just physical beauty, but, you know, just that beauty within, because then you're feeling great. You feel good. Yes. I believe that too. I now, do. Let me ask you, cause I know, um, one of my grandchildren there, they have acne. Okay. So what actually causes acne? I know hormonal, you know, many a times where they're going through, you know, that, you know, crazy stage in their life, you know, and then their face breaks out. But what do you think besides that? Is there like food or what else can cause, you know, acne for not just children, even in, in some, you know, adults, I see that. Yeah. So um, I think there's a lot of theories about what causes acne. Um, I think it could be different things. It could be um, your skin becoming too sensitized. So there's the pH balance in the skin is um, off. So that could cause acne, but then there's certain grades of acne. So there's grade one, which is just like a minimal kind of acne. You're dealing with like maybe a spot or two, um, but then you have grade two, grade three and grade four. So grade four would be like very cystic boils, just a lot of like inflammation in the skin. Even grade three would be like considered that. Um, I personally feel like when people are dealing with acne, it's due to the foods that we eat. Um, I might get a lot of backlash for this, but I also feel like it's due yeah. to like vaccinations as well, like from from a baby. Certain, I feel like certain people can't deal with that, you know, uh, with the vaccinations and your body is trying to handle one thing and mm -hmm. then you have the food and everything else that's going on in the body and nothing is kind of controlling that aspect. So everything just gets carried away. It just, it gets out of control. Yeah. Um, and also I feel like it's due to stagnation. So stagnated lymph. So for me, I really feel like the most important organs in our body is our liver, 
our kidneys and our lymphatic system. Um, I've seen people where I clear out their lymphatic system and their acne dissipates like very shortly after along with like a clean diet as well. But I think a lot of that is boils. It's just toxicity and it's a lot of like stagnant lymph that has accumulated. Um, that's not flowing. It's not, there's, there's a lot of stagnation and, um, also, I feel like there's a spiritual connection as well to acne. Um, so I think once you like clear every blockage in each level, it, it just kind of flows and your body starts to do away with with all that. So when when you clear the that, when you clear that, are you talking about like massaging their face? And, you know, um... yes. Yes. Okay. So like, if you want to, if you want to clear the, the, the stagnated lymph that has accumulated in the face, you really want to, um, so at my spa, we do like holistic modalities. So guasha is very good for clearing lymphatics, um, cupping as well is very great for that. And also just massaging at home, but just knowing where your lymph nodes are and just slightly just rubbing the face with some oil that helps a lot. So I, I know you mentioned spiritual connection. So do you feel that um, like emotion, a mental states, and of course, spiritual all um, uh, has something to do with their skin? Yes. I, I, I know so. Okay. It's like one of those things where you innately know, but there's no real scientific proof, of course. Those are like, it's one of those things that you can't really scientifically you can't scientifically prove that, but I know it because I've worked with people before. And I think um, one of the connections with acne on a spiritual plane is a lot of embarrassment as a kid. So when you're like, when you feel a lot of shame from whatever that has happened in your life, um, that can cause acne. And also like the inflammation would be just a lot of regression and a lot of like built up like animosity or sadness or just not really expressing yourself. It turns into inflammation. So basically not only do you do um, help them with their skin, you're most likely helping them uh, clear out some of these issues that they may be facing. Yeah. So I, I, you're a healer <laughs> you, you oh. <laughs> because Thanks. yeah, that, that, you know, that's helping them clear that, that root cause of the problem, which is very important for them to understand. Yeah. You know, that there could be, you know, you're getting this because maybe you're holding on to anger or you're so frustrated or, you know, you're eating the, you know, you're eating the wrong foods, but you continue doing it because, you know, you're dealing with, uh, you know, a situation that, um, that may be trying to control that they can't control. So there's yeah. a lot of emotional, um, yeah, definitely emotional and, and, you know, mental and spiritual aspect to a lot of things that goes on in our body. There's no doubt in my mind that, you know, that's the case. Yeah, um, and for, I just also wanted to add that, um, you know, some people will say like, no, I don't have any shame from a kid or things. I think we also have to, mm -hmm look back on the timeline of our life and look at how many things we've eaten. So like every piece of meat or every piece of cheese or every bit of milk that we've drunk, we have to think about how the, the animal felt when they were being slaughtered. So there might be shame attached to the things that you are eating and that energy just latched on to you as well. So that's another aspect. I know I feel so bad with, you know, these poor animals. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, I mean, there's alternatives to everything. Yes. So, you know, and and I myself am a, a salad, you know, salad and vegetable person. You know, yeah. it just makes me feel better that way. I'd rather eat food from the ground, you know, than yeah. anything else. And I think also one thing that I've um, in the past year have I've tried to gain more balance in my life, even like with my clients and in my practice, you know, it's like, of course, you know, if you eat canola oil, like that's one of the oils that we should stay away from for many purposes, just besides beauty things. But 
you know, if you're hungry and you've been working all day and you decide to go to a restaurant and get some fries, there shouldn't be no, I tell my clients don't have shame with feeling like, oh my gosh, Kiara told me not to eat this or I should, or, oh, maybe this has canola oil. I think at the end of the day, how we, how we feel when we eat things as well also plays a big part in it. And we're still human and we still want to like enjoy our life as well. And we're not always going to be like super healthy and always want to eat just a salad. You know, some days we want to have a piece of chocolate or some mozzarella sticks or whatever. So I think it's just about having grace and just finding balance in, in uh, your diet and other things. Oh yeah. We can't feel guilty. I, you know, even for myself every now and then, I'll have a piece of chocolate or or a piece of bread or something. And, and then I say, yeah. did I really need that? Or, you know, why did I have it? So, but, but I don't feel, you know, uh, guilty or ashamed about it. I said to myself, okay, my body probably just needed it and it's okay, but not to make a habit of it. Right. So, right. Now, aware of that. So. Well, yeah, I think awareness and, and being mindful of what we eat and drink is so important. Um, yes. Do you feel, uh, speaking with talking about food, uh, I know a lot of people drink soda a lot, you know, Pepsi, Diet Coke, or whatever it is. I myself do not like um, drinking, you know, soda pop. But yeah. do, do you feel that that, and I know a lot of teenagers, you know, drink that. Do you feel that could be a reason why they may be having acne? Yes, a thousand percent. Because even just looking at like a, a, a pop or something um there's a lot of like high fructose corn syrup is usually like the first ingredient in those products and that's highly processed and it's literally just sugar that was processed into its own way to become a liquid and then poured in so I think that's also, everyone might not know this, but when you do look, look at ingredients on either your beauty products or food, drinks, whatever, everything that's listed in its way is what's most in it to what's least in it. So mm-hmm. even with like um, going back to the, the skincare products, like if you look at the ingredients and the first ingredient is water, and then like one of the last ingredients is like all these amazing ingredients like chamomile and tea tree oil or lavender, then you know that most of that bottle is just water and it was clearly diluted so heavily. So you're not going to receive the benefits of those herbs as much as something that's more concentrated and evened out. So yeah, so back to the soda thing. Definitely, I do feel that that is another thing that adds to the inflammation because, you know, any kind of sugar that's artificial is always going to cause issues in the body. A thousand percent. There's no doubt, you know, not only does it cause, you know, bad skin, you know, a lot of them end up being, you know, pre-diabetic where they end up getting weight. And so, yeah, uh, you know, sugar is a sugar is very harmful. You know, cancer actually feeds on sugar. And I always tell everyone, please cut out that sugar, you know, especially for, you know, people that end up having cancer and they still tell me, oh, but I I need that glass of wine, my red wine, or I need this, but that is sugar. And now you're feeding what you're trying to get rid of. Right. So yeah, yeah, it's important to know what, what we're eating. Yes. And do like a deep dive. I think like you were saying earlier, inspect why you feel like you need that thing. And I think we have to learn to become conscious and step outside of ourselves and assess what we're doing Mm -hmm. prior to doing it. And I think that's hard for a lot of people. It's hard for me sometimes as well, you know, so we have to do that. We're human, you know, we all have those, those moments. So, you know, it's, it's normal. (laughs) Yes. But yes. as long as we're mindful of what we're really doing, you know, that's that's the key to everything is being aware and mindful and saying, all right, I know I shouldn't do this. All right, maybe I'll have just a tiny little bit or I can have the willpower and self-control not to have it at all. So, again, it's all about choices, you know, and that we make. And there's honestly, mm-hmm. I think we live in a day and age where there's so many creatives 
Um, and I, I love it because there's so many alternatives for soda now. Like there's like the little probiotic drinks that they have at certain stores. So you still get that. I think people love like this, the fizz of the soda more so than the actual flavor, you know, because it's like a dopamine effect, like drinking it. So I think if you kind of mimic what you love and just alter the ingredients, I feel like we can, that's where that balance falls, where it's like, okay, let me opt for something that has no sugar in it or a little sugar or a different kind of sugar source, Mm -hmm. but I'm still able to enjoy this soda, so to speak. Right. So now, um, what, I don't know, do you carry products in, in your, at your location? I do not, not yet. I um, am really taking my time with that because I just want to make sure that I'm carrying, I only really want to carry one or two lines. So I'm just still kind of seeing what line I want to carry. But I do, like when my clients come to me, I always send them home with like a recommendations that I feel like they should start with like a new regimen and they can order through me. Um, sometimes they can order directly from the site and we just do it like that. I do drop shipping though. So it goes directly to their home. Oh, okay. Um, let me ask you a question. Cause I know some of my clients uh, use a lot of uh, Botox fillers. How do you feel about that? I mean, sometimes some of them come in and I say, what have you done to your lips? I mean, it's like, what is going on here? Why do you feel the need to change the way you look when you are are already beautiful? You know, I know it has a lot of it to do with self-esteem and and confidence, but how do you feel about, you know, actually Botox fillers? Um, I would say, so I think I have a lot of different thoughts. So I'm going to try to dissect this slowly. Um, The first thing is, first and foremost, I feel like we have to address um, society standards of what beauty should look like. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of pressure on women to look a certain way, to keep up with younger women. And I think women, we have to be so sure of ourselves. Like outside of being confident, we have to be sure of ourselves, even on like a spiritual level to where it's like, if I have a wrinkle, that's okay, because that just shows wisdom. And not to sound cliched, but it's really the truth, you know, like, I think we have to be comfortable where we are. And there is a way to still look beautiful as you're aging as well. Mm -hmm. And I think that just goes back to like, what were you putting into your bank when you were younger? Mm -hmm. And it's going to reflect when you're older. Older. You know, so with the whole Botox thing, I don't like it at all. Um, and I don't like it from from a from a standpoint of what I do know that it does on a professional level. I feel like, well, I know that there are a lot of toxins. That's why it's called Botox. Oh, okay. You know? So, you know. I think that women have to be, and men too, because men do it as well. I think we have to be more conscious of what is it that we're putting in our body? You know, even when you go to a professional at the end of the day, they're, they have one outlook on, on something. That's why they're in that industry. So they're only going to give you the good of what this thing delivers and I think we have to take it upon ourselves to, or there needs to be more professionals that speak out on the harmful side effects mm-hmm. as well. And there's so many harmful side effects that it can alter your life in a, in a negative way. So like, you know, there's been women that um, their face droop after or they get cerebral palsy or their face is paralyzed. Or, you know, um, even with things like fillers, because there's like a new thing called fillers um, that's made with like a hyaluronic acid or just some other um, ingredients as well. And they say that that one is like more natural, but I think we have to get back to the root of nature, which is whenever we're putting something in our body that God or the universe didn't put in our body, we, our body goes through uh, 
our body is conscious, you know, our cells are conscious. Every organ in our body has its own mind to know like, okay, all these things were made and created as one to work together. And when we start putting things in our body that wasn't made to be there, then we have our white blood cells, our red blood cells, and all these other organs starting to compensate for what you chose to put in your body due to lack of self-esteem or trying to keep up or, so I think there's just a, it's a, it's a lot, lot. you know, there's so many different aspects of why women do this. And I just, that's why I love what I do because I try to give women alternatives Mm -hmm. for those things, you know? So what would be an alternative to, to that other than to not do it? I would assume. Yeah. So you can definitely do gua sha. Gua sha is amazing. Um, It's an ancient um, Chinese modality that they used to do like 4,000 years ago. And it's a stone and it it has different curves and things in it. And the essence of what you're doing is you are uh, releasing fascia. So we have fascia in our face, all over our body, but particularly the face, you have like muscles, you have different fatty deposits, you have fascia that lies next to the muscles, around the muscles and things of that nature. So when the fascia gets tight, so you want to think of it like this is your skin, right? Mm-hmm. And we have all these different layers of like muscles and all this other goodness going on. And what happens is over time, like we make lots of facial expressions every day. We're constantly doing that and we don't even know but I think we make over like 200 facial expressions a day you know whether that's smiling frowning Mm -hmm. or just excitement whatever right so when you're constantly working a muscle and over time we're not stretching it we're not and I don't like to use the word stretch because I think people be like oh my god you're stretching this gonna become loose I I try to compare it to working out. If you're constantly working a muscle and you're never stretching afterward, you're going to be tight. Mm -hmm. You're going to be tight. You're going to get injured. So it's the same thing with the face, but in a different way. So we're constantly working these muscles and then we're never releasing um, the muscles, like resetting the muscles. And so what happens is the muscles get tight. And so the, the skin starts to get loose as well. So when we stretch back out the muscle, this starts to get tight as well because there's some support there mm-hmm. to keep it from drooping. So that's my analogy from what I study from a holistic standpoint of what causes aging on a deeper level, on an anatomical level. And so with gua sha, you are going over the skin. You know, you do like soft scrapes, um, hard scrapes and things like that, but you're basically rubbing over these muscles and what starts to happen is it starts to release and it goes back to its natural essence of how it was five years ago, 10 years ago, but you have to do it over time. And that's the, I think the thing where people aren't really so sure about a holistic aspect because, you know, if you go into a Botox office, you know, you put a few needles in your face and then instantly your face is paralyzed because that's what they do. They paralyze the muscles. So that's what, that's what makes them look lifted and et cetera. But then eventually those toxins, they, your body starts to dissipate them out of its lymphatic system and through excursion of of that nature so yeah gouache is very great cupping is very great as well um buckle is very great that's um my biggest service that i offer offer and basically what that does is we're massaging the fascia massaging the muscles to release the tension the tightness and and kind of what gravity has done to the face over time and you're just kind of resetting the clock or, or pushing back the clock pushing back the clock yeah. now should people be like massaging their face or you know like at nighttime when you wash your face take off your makeup and you know do you suggest them you know, doing you know like a, a light massage on their face 
Yeah, I think if you if you know what you're doing and you're doing it the right way, because I think what's really important is just knowing where certain muscles are mm -hmm. and knowing how they're structured and shaped. Um, so knowing how they're shaped and in what direction to massage, then I think, yes, most definitely, you know, you should be massaging. So now like for myself, I, you know, I take off my eye makeup first and then I, you know, use the cleanser. Um, and then of course I moisturize my skin. What would be like, uh, you know, something good for someone to, you know, a regime for them to follow, you know, at nighttime. And then of course in the morning. So do you mean for someone that's like, what, like a certain type of person or like, oh, you, yeah, really like you know, someone they say, you know, uh, like for myself, you know, at nighttime, before I go to sleep, I make sure I take off all my, all my, you know, makeup and stuff. I know some women that they sleep with their makeup, which I feel it's the worst thing that you can do. You know, you need to, you need to uh, cleanse your, your face. So yeah. how would you tell someone to cleanse their face at nighttime? You know, what, what should they be doing before they go to sleep? Yes. So I would definitely start with an oil cleanser. Uh, just to remove makeup and debris and things that are sitting right on top of the skin. Because uh, what I found and is is that if you're just using your cleanser, going in with your cleanser, it you're still leaving behind some, some debris and some makeup and things. So think about it as like sweeping and mopping. So you can sweep and it looks clean, but once you go in with the mop, you know, there's a lot more dirt that is still on the floor. So that's how you would look at oil cleansing and then cleansing with your main cleanser after. So those are two important things that I would do at night and anyone should do at night. So that way, you know, your skin is clean and you don't wake up with a breakout or something like that. And what should they do, you know, in the morning after they shower, you know, do you suggest someone, you know, I know I, I have a moisturizer, you know, for my eyes and then one for my face. You know, and then of course I I put it on my neck. Do you? Yeah. What do you suggest that people do in the morning? You know, whether it's I I feel my my husband actually does the same thing. He moisturizes his skin every morning. That's good. Uh, yeah, I got him into that habit. I said, you want to look good, you got to yeah. take care of that face. <laughs> yeah. That's uh -huh. so, so I would say in the morning, it just depends on the person. So someone that has dry skin or is severely dehydrated. I wouldn't tell them to cleanse in the morning because then you're just pulling more oil from the skin. Mm -hmm. um, I've, I've found that sometimes I call it the skin reset. Like if you like someone that is like very sensitized, right. Let's say they've like used every exfoliator in the store, every cleanser in the store, every product in the store, what happens is you mess up the skin barrier and you mess with the pH balance. So for someone like that, I would say don't do anything to your skin as, except for oil cleanse. So I just think it depends on the the audience. So someone that's 15, I would tell them to do something different from someone that's 75. Mm -hmm. So I think it just depends. Everyone's skin is different. Everybody's skin is different. I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. For myself, I, I definitely take care of it. I mean, I'm yeah. 75 years old and so you far the, there's not many wrinkles. I mean, no. so far, <laughs> um, but my grandma, you know, um, I always grew up like you, you know, we, we ate uh, organic, we ate, uh, you know, herbs, you know, we never drank soda, things like that. Uh, yeah. We always drank teas, you know, chamomile tea a lot. Uh, so yeah, I, I feel like it, for me, you know, the best thing for me is, is to make sure that I do take care of myself, especially at this age, but I've taken care of myself all through my years. Yes. And it's so, it's so important to do that. It is. It really is. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, I, I feel that if we don't take care of ourselves, uh, you know, as we start, and not just at this age of 75, you know, as a teenager, you know, then you're in your twenties, your thirties, you really need to be mindful of what you eat and what, what, uh, what you do. And, you know, of course, stress plays a very big, you know, uh, game on our skin. 
you know, and yeah. not being able to take care of ourselves. But um, yeah, uh, watching what we do, I feel is utmost important. Yes, a thousand percent. And so, yeah, so I would just mm -hmm. say from your question previously, like you would just have, I think it's most important to just go and see an esthetician to, to know what your needs are and you can express that to them so they can help you the best way. And they can also give you some insight as to what they see in their lamp on your skin, you know, for well, sure. Boy, this was a very interesting conversation. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you're filled with uh, so much information. Um, it's amazing. So is this, let me ask you something. Is this a field that you see yourself really, you know, get, you know, staying with for the next few years? Yes, I think I have a lot of goals that I want to meet. Mm -hmm. uh, but I definitely see myself expanding um, I really still want to stay intimate and exclusive, but I do want to have at least um, one or two spas in a few other cities and things like that. Oh, okay. Do, um, do you feel that maybe one day you'll have your own line of products? Yes, that's the one. That's one of the things I really want to do. I want to bring something different to the market and I already have the ideas and things in my head. Um, but I think a line takes time, especially when you want to do it right. Yeah. You know, it takes years and years. So I'm excited about it. I know it's, it's I know it's going to help so many people and that's really all I want to do. Well, you're a beautiful person, you know, Thank so, you. and, and I'm not just saying that I know you. So, uh, you know, yes. And even if I didn't know you, just by our conversation, I could see the beauty that is truly within. Um, so you I, are. you know, I thank you, you know, for yeah. going over all this incredible information. Where can my listeners uh, get a hold of you? You know, if they or when, where can they come in for a session? Yes. Yeah, so you can reach me by phone. You can reach me by email. Um, I have a booking site as well. But I think the easiest thing is Instagram because um, you can find all of my information on there. So my Instagram is ka underscore aesthetics without the, the next A. So some people get confused. So it's ka underscore E-S-T-H-E-T-I-C-S. Okay, we'll have all that, you know, at the bottom of the thing. And do you have a website? Yeah, so I have a booking site. Okay. So it's kaesthetics.com slash gloss genius. All right, repeat that again. So this way, everybody. Yeah. Else. Let me let me get the exact one for you. So it's pretty long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if it's a long one, then we'll just put it at, at it's, the bottom of everything. But yeah, yeah repeat so it. Okay, so it is K A Aesthetic. So that's E S T H E T I C S dot glossgenius.com. Ah, so yeah, we'll put we'll definitely put that on the notes. <laughs> yes, it's long, but and yeah, that's where you can find me. You can write me on there and yeah, I'll get back with you. I also do skin consultations hmm. for people that are in other states. Um, and I really love that I do that because I want to be able to connect with people that aren't able to come into my spa. Um, so yeah, that's a really great service. Oh, so you also do Zoom then for um, clients? Yeah. yeah, Zoom or FaceTime, uh, mm -hmm. one of the two. And we just go through everything. What are, your, what are you eating? Um, I go through like some Eastern medicine techniques and things. You know, I just start to really learn about the person and I really dive deep into what they're doing on a day-to-day -day basis and just all the good stuff, all the good stuff, what they're using, et cetera. And then I break down where their ailment is coming from. And then I set them up with a new skincare regimen as well. Oh, wow. So they get a lot of, a um, lot of information from you. Yes. Yes. Great. I'm happy you're right by me. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're located at Westlake, right? In in one of the um, and that uh, where in, in Westlake are you? So I'm in Westlake, um, in a shopping plaza. Um, I'm inside of a building. It's called Regency Salon, 
So there's a bunch of different artists around and things like that. So you can get your nails done, hair done, everything kind of like a one-stop shop as well. And I'm right here on Agora Road. Oh, I got to definitely stop by, believe me. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, come. I'm going to come I, in for one of those facials. <laughs> I already told you, yes, to come. So that's my to you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. And um, wow, a lot of information. Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, that was uh, just absolutely beautiful. I, I actually learned a lot just by, you know, talking today with you. Um, yeah. Thank you. I just, you know, want to thank everybody uh, for listening today. And a big thank you to my spe very special guest, Kara mm -hmm. Alexandra. And uh, I ho hope that you heard what you actually needed to hear. And yeah. I want to express my heartfelt gratitude to each and every one of you, my listeners, and of course, my very special <laughs> guest. So keep nurturing your positive thoughts and self-belief for they are the keys to unlocking your fullest potential. Embrace the challenges as opportunities and trust in the beautiful, unique souls that each and every one of you are. And always remember that your time to shine is not a distant dream. It's a reality waiting to be lived. So embrace it, embody it, and allow your light to shine just not only for yourself, but for everyone around you. So until we meet again, stay empowered, stay inspired, and keep being that spiritual warrior that you are. So with love and with light, love, Barbara. Thank you.